Hello, you guys. What is up? I'm way too hyped for this episode because I, by the time you listen to this, you'll be listening back to back episodes, hopefully, um, if you can stand to listen to me for that long. But I covered the first episode of, of the show in my last episode and I recorded that last week. And I intended on recording this one also because I watched the episodes back to back, sort of like in the next couple days and then recorded just the first episode and my plan for the week was to was to record this one as well not that you guys need to know how often I procrastinate well I had a final I it's not procrastinating I I was busy but (laughs) anyway between being very sad about the show coming to an end in the past you know, like month or so, like being in that headspace and also being so jazzed about diving back into the show from the beginning. I have a wicked case of word vomit when it comes to Supernatural right now. And I feel like I've been here before, you know, (laughs) I've charted this territory, but it's been a while. And my only friend that I could talk to about Supernatural with is my friend Rachel that I've spoken about. But she is way behind, and also I feel like she's she still likes the show. But I feel like she's not she's not in the headspace that I'm in right now, which is like crazy. Like I'm being a little crazy, and I know it. <laughs> and similar to Mean Girls, I can feel people getting bored with me when I start talking about Supernatural. Like my sister was over the other day, and I was like, "Did you know that?" And just she's like, "Oh, okay. Like that's nice." And like I know she is interested but like now I know that I need to record more regularly to to stop myself from just screaming about supernatural to people who don't really give a shit and that's not to say that they don't like give a shit at all but like they don't give as many shits as I do so with that being said uh hello this is (laughs) welcome to so get this a supernatural podcast a podcast where I Emily talk all about supernatural Thank God. Oh my God. I've been waiting to get like half of this out. And apart from being busy, I also didn't finish recording. I didn't finish editing the first episode, the, the one covering the pilot. I didn't finish editing it until today, actually, because it like, it's, it's hard to listen to your own voice. Like I'm doing it right now, but like I'm getting it out and having to re-listen to the stupid things I said. So we are now on episode 102, Wendigo. As they mentioned at the end of the first episode, Sam and Dean headed to Blackwater Ridge, Colorado, because that's what John wrote down, like the coordinates or whatever in his journal to send them there. And like, I never really thought about it before because it's basically just the premise of the first couple seasons is them like running back and forth and doing all these cases. But why was John sending them on like a wild goose chase? Because they think they're after him. They think they're looking for him. But he's like, nah, guys, nah, nah, I'm not there. (laughs) So I don't really know what, like I, like the episode has meaning and everything, but it just, it bothers me the more I think about John Winchester. Can anyone else relate? I'm sure other people can. I don't... Does John have any, like, fans? Not Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Does John Winchester have fans? <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, you know how they sell, like, Team Dean, Team Sam shirts? Or at least they used to. I don't know if they do anymore. Can you imagine, like, a Team John shirt? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. We haven't even touched on the episode yet. Okay. So it opens up in 
Blackwater Ridge, Colorado. It's like the classic, like the first five minutes of Supernatural people, like the ones that you're like, oh God, they're not going to make it. So it opens up on these three dudes camping. And the first thing I wrote while watching this episode, the first thing I wrote was Lil Game Boy have an ass. That's all she wrote. No, uh, but okay. So then one of the boys is the boys. One of the guys is Corey Monteith and it used to like fuck me up watching it when he was still alive and I was into Glee and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe he was on Supernatural. Didn't realize it. And then I have to watch him like go through all this shit. That was upsetting. Now it's even more upsetting because he's, you know, uh, deceased. So when they show the guy, Tommy, the one who this is all about basically and his siblings, they show him like sending like a video message to his sister, just like giving them an update and everything. And like the cell phone dates the hell out of this episode. Like it's so early 2000s. If that were now, which they have shown cell phones now and they're always, um, they're always iPhones at this point. Like as, as far as TV is concerned, no other phones exist. Even like the early days in Pretty Little Liars, like I remember being like, it's just so weird. Like the different phones like in TV shows and now it's just constant iPhones because that's what's like popular now. But I remember like, cause Pretty Little Liars is very focused on like the actual text themselves. So like the phones are like a big part of it. So every time they showed a new phone, like there was always different phones. And I think they were just getting sponsored by all these different phones and everything. And I remember being like shook one day because they had the, f- the cell phone that I had and it was just, it was a very like rare phone. How did we get to Pretty Little Liars anyways? So Tommy's two friends are playing their video games and shit and then one of them's like, I gotta go pee or whatever the fuck he says. I don't know. And he goes to leave and then, you know, so what is now deemed as like the first five minutes of supernatural trope, because over the years, it just kind of became that for like a lot of people, not everyone, not everyone thinks of it like that, but it's definitely like, definitely like the, the classic horror movie trope where it's like the people in the beginning, oh, like you're going to go outside in the dark in the woods. And it's like, we know some shit's going to go down. So he goes outside and then, you know, you hear weird, he hears weird noises behind him and then he screams. And I realized while watching this... (laughs) That this guy just got eaten with his dick out. He he was peeing. And he I didn't hear a zip. I didn't hear anything. He was still standing there like that. His hands were still like down. I just needed to bring that to everyone's attention. So then like after he screams and you see then they take precious Cory Monteith. And then they end on them taking Tommy, which I mean at the time you're not really sure if they're alive or dead, but I'm pretty sure the the peeing guy got it like immediately and then the other two were just saved for leftovers which is they discuss that later in the episode and so then we cut to sam which we know is a dream but we just see sam walking through a graveyard with flowers crying and (laughs) my fucking heart my the whole last episode i talked about jessica like 90 percent of the time and just how upset like the whole thing made me i don't know i probably said it then but it just hits different now i don't know So Sam's walking through the graveyard with the flowers towards her grave. It's really emotional. And he said, I think he says he's like, sorry, he can't protect her or something. And then he goes to put the flowers down. We get the, the fake out. We get the hand out of the grave. And then he wakes up from his nightmare. Uh, I sound like I'm like annoyed with it, but I'm not. It's just like a, it's a classic. Everything's a classic to me. I don't, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just so sad for Jessica. And it it was always sad. It was never, I was never like, oh, fuck Jessica. But like, 
it just it hits different now that I'm older and I enjoy like looking back like retrospectively I like to look back on things like that I I didn't finish it yet but I started rereading the Harry Potter series about two years ago and it was just kind of it was like basically like my adult perspective because I read them as a kid I and I read them again since then but like it just feels different like I like to compare how I see it now to how like I saw it back then and like that's kind of like what this is right now and you know it wasn't it was sad the jesting but it was just kind of like a thing in passing but for some reason it like really held my attention this time and I'm like upset. I'm warning a person that we had five minutes of screen time with. And that's today's tea. So when Sam like jolts awake from his his nightmare and shit, Dean looks so worried. And like, again, <laughs> this is really tugging at my heartstrings because it's his baby bro. And like, uh, and like, especially since like, they've always had like the caring relationship and everything. And like, we've seen it throughout the show. We see it now and we see it in the future. But for some reason, because Dean has this like, front on he has like the attitude like the cocky attitude that i spoke about in my last episode it makes it like even more like interesting and like emotional when he starts to show like concern and like genuine feelings towards his brother like that like because he had i don't know it just it's just it contrasts like everything else he does and like if he were to do something like that in like a recent season it's like yeah yeah it's emotional but like because he doesn't have that like the front you know so while they're driving sam is like sam says something they talk about how they dug around for a week after jess was killed and i really like to know what went down like i feel like there's like a gap missing there i don't think i ever i don't think i ever really i don't think i realized that they said as many times as i've watched this i don't think i realized that they mentioned that they were still in town for a week after she died and you know, not only, like, wanting to know, did he go to the funeral? Did he, like, speak to anybody before he left? Because in future episodes they talk about, uh, when he sees people from school, they're like, yeah, you just, like, left. Like, and, like, it's understandable. Your girlfriend was, was just fucking died, so he left school. And, like, but he had friends. He had, like, a friend group, clearly. Did he speak to any of them before he left? Or was he just, did he just dip out and everyone just was like, yeah, that makes sense? It just feels like a gap is missing, and I don't think it's, like, not necessarily a bad thing, but, like, I'm just itching to know what happened during that week. And again, we're so far gone past this point. We're never going to see that week. <laughs> this is 15 years ago, guys. <laughs> Why am I shouting? Oh, my God. I got to calm down. So then Sam and Dean, they end up at the Wilderness Center for Blackwater Ridge, where the coordinates pointed to where Tommy is, was, whatever. And I know it, it's a wilderness center, but like, I love how less high tech it is. Like, I know, like, I know it's not supposed to be like a techie place because it's like a wilderness place, but you could just see the difference in like the timing. Like, I just, it just, it dates it again, yet again. And I just, I find that funny. I like it. It's funny. So they're at the wilderness center or whatever. And then they con their way into getting the address of Tommy's, Tommy's address so that they can see, they could talk to Haley and forget the younger brother's name. I think I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> So they somehow end up getting their address and they go there and when they knock at the door and shit and pretend, I think they pretend to be park rangers or whatever. Like I love Dean's like blatant interest in her, in Haley. Like he used to be fun. <laughs> Not that Dean's like a stick in the mud now, but like, I mean, comparatively. But 
I don't know. It's just so funny. That was like his thing. He was always like checking everybody out and like, oof. So he was just like blatantly just like hitting on her. And I think she was hitting on him back. Honestly, he, she said something about his car. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. You guys, I think there could have been something there. So if I would have just read ahead, I would have, I would have realized that I, I wrote, damn, I shipped Dean and her. I, I do. You know what? I want to know if there's fan fiction. Oh, I so need to know if there's fan fiction. Oh my God. If I don't look it up, like by, like by the time this episode is out, I need, I need someone to send it my way. If you find it, you know what? I'm going to Google it. But if you find like a good one, I want some, cause I'm just going to look it up just to see if it exists. Oh my God. I type in Dean Winter X, Dean Winchester X and I get Dean Winchester X Harry Potter. Femme Harry Potter. Oh my god, Joe Harv. Oh my god, wait, I'm gonna cry. I can't. I need. I can't get into this right now. Dean Winchester X Haley, and Haley James. Oh wait, is that One Tree Hill? Oh wait, who the f- wait? I'm talking about this one. No, her name's Haley Collins. Fuck. I'm so sorry you had to be here for this. Oh no, now I'm getting One Tree Hill crossovers. I don't know One Tree Hill like that. If any, okay, now I'm definitely putting it out there. If anybody has any Dean Haley fanfics, whatever variety you want them to come in, I don't care. I just want you to send me some because I'm interested. I'm interested. So then after Sam's like, Sam asked her to send the video to him so that he has it because he noticed like the shadow thing moving behind him and shit. But when they go to talk about it and discuss, you know, they rented a motel room they go to the fucking bar (laughs) why are they and like i get it like go to the bar whatever but why are they convening in a loud ass bar it doesn't make any sense like literally they open up the scene and it's like aggressively loud in there and then he's sitting at his computer and he's like so 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 this is what happened i'm like can you hear him (laughs) because i it just it doesn't make sense but it's so funny so i've been i've been waiting since the this is two episodes in but i keep waiting to get a a so get this or something of that variety because you know that's that's my that's my title that's my show guys and that's what inspired it and so i noted that in this episode we got a so and we gotta check this out guys we're, we're getting there hold on wait i just said hold on on the podcast like i was on the phone but aren't we on the phone really like are aren't we technically on the phone right now so okay yeah so we're on the we're on the right track we're i'm still waiting on us so get this oh i noticed a continuity error kind of when he opens the the video of tommy to show dean i he he opens it on the video like it's up on his laptop and then he has to open the video when he goes to show it to dean so it just didn't make a lot of it just didn't really add up and i just noticed it it's not a big deal just thought i'd point it out because you know we're sitting here like super analyzing the show like a crazy person it's even crazier because i just called myself we it's just me guys (laughs) i wish i had a as much as like i enjoy doing things by myself i wish i had a co-host but you know what i could be like wendy williams her audience (laughs) It's just that state one statement alone, like before I continue it, is just so funny to me. Uh no, but her audience her audience is her co-host. That's what she always said. They're her co-hosts. You guys can be my co-host. Just tweet me, email me <laughs> on Twitter at so get this pod. And that's also my email at AOL.com. Uh it'll be in the description of this if you want. Oh my god, I thought it was so funny when because when he opens his laptop 
and when the video is not up yet, you see his background. His background is is a skateboard, like leaning on a trunk with skulls. I took a picture of it. I'm gonna tweet it when when this when this episode goes out. But like, what the fuck, Sam? It's just like a really random detail. Yeah. So then they like dig into the history of Blackwater Ridge and how there was like a family that was killed like the parents were killed and the and the child escaped and then so they go to meet with the guy and i feel so bad like that's such a shitty thing to like have to live with like it's so fucked up he like watched his parents die and then had to live wow that's that's insane and like it's just i feel really bad like i'm telling you guys my emotions are high with this show right now like i everything's making me want to fucking cry but what else is new this whole thing reminded me, like, especially when he showed, like, his, like, giant-ass scar on him, on his chest from the Wendigo. It reminded me of Riverdale when Archie was attacked by a bear <laughs> and his scar on his chest. Except, uh, Riverdale is not really my cup of tea, but I still watch it because I'm trash. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't like it. I don't love it, but I'll still watch it. But there may come a point if something really irks me so bad, there may come a point where I just stop watching it altogether. But anyways, this is not the Riverdale podcast. Are there Riverdale podcasts? Oh, I feel like I could do one that that would be funny. I would make it really funny because I don't hate the show enough to be like angry. Like I'm not, I wouldn't sit there like viciously shit talking it. I I could have a lighthearted banter and like, you know, a soft shit talking. I'm not making a Riverdale podcast. Sorry. So all that with 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 the with the older guy and you know his story. But why did it leave him alive? Like not only not only does he have to live with the fact that it left him alive, but why I I'm wondering why it did leave him alive because that's horrible. Oh yeah. So there was um when when they're talking about like the the Wendigo and everything, Sam says like corporeal or something and dean's like corporeal excuse me professor or something else something corporeal corporeal excuse me professor shut up and i just it's i'm dead it's cute it's funny we love we love some the little laughs it's the little things guys they're talking about that while they're leaving the man's apartment and while they're walking through the hall there's like a baby crying and like i feel like in shows they do that so that you know that like the place they're at is like a a rough like a rough place i guess like like lower class like a like roughing it kind of type of deal even though that's kind of stupid like a baby crying like do rich babies not cry <laughs> so i just thought it was a really odd choice to have that unless there was a genuine baby crying <laughs> wherever they were it was just a, it was a choice that they made but yeah sam's attitude throughout the whole episode you could just tell he's like hurting and he's just like he's sad and he's mad and he's just hurt and he doesn't even like care like he's like why are we even like doing this why why can't why are we doing this what the fuck why did you drop out of yale i'm gonna just start calling sam sad winchester from now on so then we go back to blackwater ridge in the woods and we see tommy and cory monteith hanging i don't remember his name in the show hanging from whatever in like a fucking cave or whatever and then we not only are we forced to see the friend die but tommy is forced to see his friend die first of all how many times do i gotta mourn cory monteith and his characters how many i'd just like to know also tommy's gonna have like ptsd i never really thought about how affected everyone is 
like not just like the main characters but the people like the like the passerby people in these episodes like tommy and he's gonna be fucked (laughs) and it's not even funny like that's so fucked up again like i'm just as an adult realizing these things he is going through this he's watching his friend fucking die like oh my god god i hope his insurance covers therapy like i'm praying for him sam and dean in this episode and like this like whole early on phase they even sound young like their voices like oh my god (sighs) they're babies so they end up going to the woods where Haley and the little brother and roy that's his name roy not the brother roy the ranger or whatever the fuck he is they're about to like hike through and go find tommy themselves and stuff and they shit on sam and dean for like not bringing like for not being prepared for like an actual fucking hike and he's like and dean's like what do you mean i didn't pack provisions and he pulls out m&ms that's a big mood <laughs> like what a move that is he pulled out fucking m&ms me roy was a dick like just the whole t- from start to finish this guy never had a chance he was such an asshole even like sam wanted to fight him like damn sam was using fighting words and again you know took a trip down imdb lane and I realized that Haley was in Final Destination 3 and she died on the roller coaster. Fun facts for you. Why am I so hyped right now? I wonder if you could I, if you could hear the rain. I hope it's not overwhelming. I hope it's not annoying. I kind of hope it's soothing, but I hope you but I also hope you can't hear it because I don't know how this works. I don't think I've ever recorded anything with rain in the background. So Another IMDb fact uh, is Roy plays Ray in Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Roy. Dude, what the fuck? I've never seen Fifty Shades, but like it just, it came up and it says he was in like, because I know there's more than one of the movies, so he's in a couple of them. So I guess he's pretty important if he's in like multiple of them. He's not just like a background dude. Don't know who he is. So to all my Fifty Shades fans. Ooh, okay. We also get another... I call every line iconic at this point, but it's another one of like the the ones ingrained in my mind. The part where Dean's like, I think I think dad wants us to pick up where he left off, saving people, hunting things, the family business. I think he wants us to pick up where he left off. You know, saving people, hunting things, the family business. Oh, let me find the fucking meme. Hold on. It says saving family business, hunting people, the things. There's a picture of Sam, like, just looking fucked up. And I'm going to post that. I'm going to tweet that. And so look out for that when this episode comes out. I should make a thread every episode that's just, like, things I said I would tweet. So I I wish John wouldn't be so coy. Like, he could call. I know he's got his fucking phone on him. Because when he does come up in, in future episodes, he's like, I got your messages. And he's like, I'm sorry about this. Sorry about that. And it's like, where the fuck were you, though? John like he just expects them to just blindly follow his orders and like they do it but he's such a douche for it (sighs) he's a bad dad guys he's bad and I don't think I felt this way when I first watched it I think I was like yeah he's their dad and now I'm like fuck John Winchester I I'm like with this I I'm sure there are people that hate him more than I do but I I think I like have declared myself basically the fuck John Winchester club president if you want to join this club just tweet me email me i'll let anyone in anyone we could just share a hatred for john winchester not jeffrey dean morgan i'd like to clarify that again for john winchester a line that really hit was like 
not a hit, I don't know, slapped? What's the word? <laughs> a line that, like, stuck out to me was when uh, Dean, because Sam's, like, questioning why they're doing anything. Like, why, why are we, why is it our job to save people? Like, we should just be finding our dad and finishing what we want to fucking do. And Dean's like, our family's so screwed to hell, maybe we could help some others. And, like, that's, that's, a, that's good. Like, that's interesting. Because every time I say that's interesting, I feel like I'm writing on a discussion post for one of my online college classes. Because that's how everyone, like, starts, they're like, that's interesting. I liked when you said this. <laughs> like, it's like, I feel like I'm a Dora. <laughs> I like that part, too. I don't know what was going on at this point in the episode, but I wrote, Roy, you silly bitch. <laughs> also found out that Roy was in the butterfly effect and Haley was in the second butterfly effect. Interesting. Ben, Ben's the little brother. That's the name. I knew I wrote it down somewhere at some point in the notes, but I couldn't remember his name like without finding it. Ben is Han Solo now and that's wild. Good for him. Like what a fucking career. <laughs> what a career move. Oh my God. Oh my god, I didn't know, and I didn't realize until looking at the IMDb page, I forgot about it until then, that I fucking forgot that Tommy comes back, no spoilers, but in a later season, he comes back, and that fucked, that, I fucking forgot, I was like screaming, I had to pause the episode to like scream about it to myself for a second, no spoilers, absolutely no spoilers here, just, he comes fucking back. And you can find that out by looking at the IMDb page anyway, because it says 2005 to, like, whatever year he appeared in. Oh, my God. There was a part on Netflix, because I watched this on Netflix. There was a part where in the subtitles, and I'd like to, I might actually put on my DVD and see if they do it too, but there is a part in the subtitles where one of them says, like, the Donner Party, and the subtitles say that Sam says, that's right, but girl, I got the volume all the way up, and he does not say that. He does not even respond. Someone else said something, I think, and it didn't make any sense to me. I, I had the volume all, like, way, way up, and it, he did not say that. So they're, like, in the woods and shit, and I think it's when, no, not when Roy gets taken. It's when, I don't know. Either way, blood was dripping on Haley from a tree. And so the blood dripping on Haley was so loud. And I felt like I was watching like a fucking ASMR video. Oh, that's when they take, uh, when Dean and Haley get taken. Which, guys, I'm giving you the opportunity to write these fan fictions. Please dedicate them to me. Please and thank you. So when they get taken and then it's just, oh yeah, I guess Roy was already taken. I think that's why I wrote Roy, you silly bitch. <laughs> Oh, silly bitch. I think that was when they found him dead. Um, when they get taken, it's like they obviously did it on purpose. Like the dynamic of like the older siblings get taken and then the younger siblings got to find them and shit. So it's Sam and Ben got to team up or whatever. And I think that, I thought that was pretty cool. But Dean leaves a trail of M&Ms while they're being... T I like to picture how they're being taken. Because I, the, I know the Wendigo runs fast, but he has to pick up, or it, whatever, has to pick up Dean and Haley. And I have a hard time imagining that. Like, are they, like, thrown over the shoulder? Are they being dragged by, like, their necks, by their feet or some shit? Don't know. I don't know. But Dean leaves a trail of M&Ms for them to find. I would never be able to leave a trail of M&Ms because they'd be gone. They would have already been gone. The second I opened that bag, those would have been just, just inhaled. Ben's shirt, I'm not sure exactly what was on it, but it was so, like, early 2000s, like, emo boy. Oh, and we got our first flannel. I've been looking out for it. Sam was wearing a flannel in this episode. I think I think it was only in this scene. I don't think it was any earlier than that. But he was wearing one. There we go. 
that's the gateway. I'd like to see how much more often like they wear it and if it's just like if it's more dispersed at the beginning or if like this is just the opening and there we go wardrobe department done <laughs> oh my god when so when sam and ben are like under or in the cave or i guess it was a cave it wasn't underground right when you see just their silhouettes the height difference is so fucking funny because sam's already like a giant <laughs> but like they're the height difference is just it was it was fucking funny Oh, I'd love to see. I keep making requests as if I have an audience to like fulfill these requests for me. But like someone somewhere, please, if you're out there, I want some kind of supernatural Jersey Shore edit with Sammy with a Y and Sammy with an I. <laughs> I was thinking about Jersey Shore recently. That's the, I don't know. That's how that's what made me think of it because I saw Sammy on it and like I want something. I, I don't know what kind, but I want something funny dealing with Sammy and Sammy. Not to be confused with a fan fiction, an edit. Just a funny edit. I'd like to see it. I would like to see it. So I, I love how, um, so when they find Dean and Haley in the cave, their packs that they brought that, that was stolen, like, earlier, that the Wendigo literally fucking snatched from them. I love how he put them right there in the cave, like, where they can find them and where they were hanging and stuff. Like, it's supposed to be, like, smart and shit. Like, it takes their stuff and everything. Like, wow, they really, they have no gear now or whatever. And it, it, like, saves, it stores their food for whatever. I almost said for winter. I don't know. To eat later. They, they're smart creatures. Why the fuck did they leave, why the fuck did it leave the packs where they could easily find them? So then they, like, after they cut down Dean and Haley, and I think Tommy too. I think that's when they find Tommy. They're like, oh, we can't shoot it. We can't stab it, whatever the fuck. And then he's like, and that was cute. I used to love that. That was cute. <laughs> and you know, they have their, their whole, like Sam goes to get like Tommy, Haley and Ben out of there. And so Dean tries like taunting the Wendigo and he goes, we stand. I can't even form like a thought on it. Like I literally wrote jumbled letters after I quoted him saying, you want some white meat, bitch? Do you want some white meat, bitch? Like I don't even, I don't even have words for it. It's just so fucking funny. I love this show. Oh my God. So they show, when they show the Wendigo's face, like when they like confront it and shit and right before they like light the bitch up, it, okay. I don't remember its face looking like that but my eyesight is very bad but i have glasses now i'm not sure if i had glasses when i watched this but i know that when i did my prescription wasn't very good and i couldn't see anyway so i'm like fucking blind like honestly like i really can't i can't see things in the distance everything is just a mess and it's real bad but i so when i would watch this i would watch it on a tv that was like a few feet away from me and i had like piss poor fucking glasses i don't think I ever saw the Wendigo's face. I think this was the first time I really saw it. Not just because I was up close on my laptop watching it, but because like I can fucking see out of my glasses now. That just like took me the fuck out. Like I really couldn't see shit. How many more things was I missing? Like not just because like in everyday life, I think about like how like I would go outside and like I couldn't see like like the leaves on trees all kind of like bush together like when you draw a picture of a tree as like a kid and it's just like the big swoopy like the big green puffs and like that's kind of what i would see outside and like so whenever like i when i look outside that's something i think about a lot that like i can fucking see like the leaves like I, like it's pretty crisp so i that just what else was i missing i 
I'd be curious to see if there's anything else in the first couple seasons that I was not seeing because my TV was too far away and my eyesight was too goddamn bad. I'll keep you posted. We'll have a segment every episode that's like, and now for what I missed because of my eyes. So then they eventually like smoke the fucking Wendigo. And so yeah, they like save them or whatever, they save the day. And we see, I think we see like Tommy in the ambulance and Ben talking to the police with Sam right behind him and how like Ben was like so confident in like what he was talking about. Like, I don't know. I feel like Sam like changed this boy. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. I don't know. Like, I-, I like to think that they kept in touch for a little bit after like a little text here and there, not in like a weird way, but just like in like a, like, Hey buddy, you doing good? hey buddy you in london so then Haley uh goes to like thank dean and everything and she goes i don't know how to thank you and the look he gives her (laughs) and she she says like something like oh like must you cheap in the moment but like she was into it but the look he gives her i fucking can't he just has this attitude this vibe and it's just so different now and then so like after like their like little flirty exchange as she thanks him or whatever and says goodbye she walks past sam and she just goes thanks sam and it's so passive and i know she i know she means well but it was just so funny like the difference between like her thanking and goodbye to dean versus sam and then like sam and dean you know there was a bromant (laughs) at the end or something where where sam's like he's like but i'm driving and it's like God, I love them. I feel like Regina George's mom, Amy Poehler. I feel like, God love you. So uh, I have some some stray IMDb notes that I realized throughout the episode. Tommy and Local. Who was Local? Was Local the friend? No. Local was somebody, but it that's their name on, that was their character name on IMDb. And it's a, and so either way, whoever the fuck Local was, maybe, oh wait, Local could just mean like a person like it might not be someone's name it might just be like a local and not like the locals nowadays like a local local you know what i mean so either way tommy and local both played jocks in the fallen no in fallen fallen i guess was either show or movie and they played like jock one and jock two i thought that was interesting and also roy and local again who was local were both in the l word and that's funny because last episode i talked about uh, how Carmen played, I think her name is like Sarah something in real life, played Constance in Supernatural. It's just, I don't know. It was just weird seeing the L word come up again and on two separate people. And also, not similarities, the overlaps. Like, I can't believe they both played jocks and they were both in this. Do they audition together? Are they friends in real life? These are the hard-hitting questions that I ask on my podcast, as well as request fan fiction from my non-existent listeners so i'm gonna end this here this is this is long if you have questions if you have things you want me to talk about if you have your own opinions that you want me to like voice out on this platform anything you'd want to tell me you can either tweet me at so get this pod on twitter or email me at so get this pod at aol.com those will both be in the description of this episode anyway so yeah so i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope this brought something into your life at least a laugh maybe at how like ridiculous i am sometimes yeah so i can't wait for the next episode can't wait to word vomit about supernatural thanks for listening bye guys nobody likes a skeptic roy